Yes, people, what's going on? It's episode 326. No, 327. Of course, Brain Dubs, me, Griff. Obviously, how are you doing? It is Sunday, uh, ten, six minutes past 10 p.m., uh, 11th of June. That's not how you say dates, but that's how I've said it. And that's how we're rolling. Sat in the living room. Um, what, how many minutes in? I am. An hour and four minutes into uh, Diary of a CEO with um, with the ex-Google officer talking about AI. And I said I'm an hour and four minutes in and I'm an expert in AI now. I know everything I need to know. I don't need to watch the rest of this pod. I know everything I need to know. And uh, what it seems is if we don't regulate this thing now, like sharpish, we're like 10 years away from just AI robots fighting other AI robots for world domination. <laughs> and we could only hope but become their pets. Yeah, that's what we've got to hope. Become their pets. And they feed us, and they water us, and they keep us entertained. That's what we've got to hope for. And they don't just see us as a virus and just get rid of us, you know? Hopefully you have some unintelligent form. Be like, oh, they're kind of cute. Let's keep them. That's it. I mean, that's the way it's going to go, people. That's the way it's going to go. Anyway, how has your week been? My week has been all right. It's been all right. Uh, Monday. I was on BBC Radio London um, with, oh, sorry, I'm just itching my eye. Uh, oh, sorry. Wow. My eyes have been a mess. Do what? I've, I've said I retired from hay fever, right? But it's, it's coming back with a vengeance. Uh, it's coming back with vengeance, right? They say that I do not. Uh, oh, is he chilly? And if you just want to fry it until the smell of the sick. Twitter is wild. My algorithms are just horrendous. <laughs> you, <laughs> you've heard some madness there. Um, so what was I even saying there? Saying that um, yeah, my eyes. I was doing madness. I quit hay fever. I quit having hay fever a few years ago. Right. I just stopped. I just stopped having it. I was like, oh, I'm done with this. I don't want hay fever anymore. I don't. I don't want it. And then. Um, uh, it's just come back with vengeance in the past few days. My eyes are itching, nose all stuffed up. I, I think part of it is because I was taking the piss out of my wife for her hay fever on my other podcast, Late Nights and Wet Wipes, and it seems that it's um, it's come back violently, violently. <laughs> um, yeah, hay fever's like, want to take the piss out of her? You have some of this. And I, I'm, I'm stuck with it now. Anyway, so Monday, I was on uh, Beast Radio London with um, Salma Awadani, who I need to send a picture of my bathroom, because that's what we ended up talking about <laughs> on the radio show. I was there to promote, obviously, Inconceivable and the Edinburgh, uh, well, you know, Edinburgh Fringe appearance on the show, but... Um, and talking about my bathroom, and talking about Dave Chappelle as well, 
Hey, it's lucky your boy's always nimble. It's lucky your boy ate his breakfast and stretched his hamstrings because it could have it could have got sticky if uh, <laughs> if you're not always switched on. I I mentioned Dave Chappelle's my favourite uh, comedian, and she didn't, she didn't put it on me at all. It was just a simple thing. I was like, oh, now you've mentioned him, we've got to talk about it. She didn't actually say what exactly we're talking about, but we all knew. She knew. I knew. We all knew. And he says, you know what's What's your view on like free speech and comedy? And I was just like, oh man, I thought I was he was talking about bathrooms at my show. <laughs> this is eight in the morning. I've got to formulate a a balanced arg balanced uh, argument on point that doesn't offend the general population, but doesn't make other comments go, oh man, what are you doing back, Dave? And um, I think I did it. I think I did pretty well. It was expert fence riding by me. And um, <laughs> so that was one interview I did this week. I did an interview today on Times Radio, which was uh, was very fun. That was with, um, sorry, try not to burp to the microphone because you don't want that. That's with um, Aisha Hazariki. Hazarika, sorry, Hazarika. And... Um, yeah, that was fun. With, um, oh, and Grant Tucker as well. Grant Tucker. So we talked about the Edinburgh show. Um, Aisha suggested I took heroin. <laughs> All in the name of Bants. So, yeah, that was fun as well. That was fun. Um, so that's what's been happening media-wise, comedy-wise. Uh, before the cabs are... Comedy Club on Thursday. I had to pull my work in progress shows on Thursday and Sunday um, due to low ticket sales. And then Saturday, I was meant to go to Bath Comedia and then the trains fell apart um, coming out of Paddington. So I couldn't get there. And I was desperate to play that room, actually. I just the pictures of the room. I thought this room looks fantastic. I just wanted to go and do it. I like going to established clubs and new clubs for the first time and just shutting it down and i didn't get to do it i didn't get to do it i don't believe that I, I believe the book one of the bookers doesn't believe i wanted to even go <laughs> it was so angry the messages which i understood but it's like golly i already feel shit mate i actually wanted to perform um but yeah it is what it is and what have i done the house there, how's the house coming along? It's all coming along, but it's still not finished yet. Still don't have a bloody shower, which is annoying. Got a bath now, which is nice. I had a bath yesterday. I've uh, quickly forgot it's like to, to have a bath. It's just, it's just the worst way to get washed, isn't it? It's just sat in your own bodily fluids, in your own soup. It's just not the one for me. Get all hot. The, then the only thing I want after a bath is a bloody shower. But I just get so hot in the bath. But yeah, I was watching Champions League final. What sit here, do their treble, which is nice. Um, yeah, shout out to City. Let's ignore all the charges and the investigation from the Premier League. We'll ignore that. And uh, yeah, well done them. Blue Moon. So Noel Gallagher said that if they do the treble, he'll bring a 
no, it was Liam. He said that he'll, he'll, he'll reconcile his brother and bring back Oasis. I mean, look, we can all talk about their money, right, and their financial situation, but let's just imagine being a City fan. You know? What was it, 15 years ago? Winning the Premier League seems crazy to now be where they are now. It's just dominant. They've actually won the European trophy now as well. Dominance from City. No, fair play to them. Fair play. Better than fucking Tottenham. We've got a new manager. Hey, we've got Big Ange Poster Coglu. We've got Big Ange Poster Coglu. Oh, hi, everyone. I'm your new manager, Ange Poster Coglu. Happy to be here. And uh, looking forward to managing such a fantastic club. I like his voice. His voice is really calming. It's probably calming, isn't it? Hi, I'm Ange Poster Coglu. Nice to meet you. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently he plays attacking football. You know, he's won five trophies in two seasons at Celtic. Yeah, I know that's a pub league, but hey, people go, ah, it's easy to win it with Celtic. Well, anytime Celtic win it, it's easy to win it with Celtic, it's easy to win it with Rangers, but anytime Celtic win it, it means there's a manager of Rangers who didn't win it. And anytime Rangers win it, there's a manager of Celtic who didn't win it. And what? So I'm just getting something from the garden. Um, any and uh, what? Um, what? Ange Postecoglou didn't. He won it. So yeah, it's a coin toss. It's 50-50, but each time someone doesn't win. And this time it wasn't Ange Postecoglou. He won it. So I'm looking forward to next season. I'm. I'm Quietly optimistic that at least the football will be better. That's all. That's all you can ask for. Being a Tottenham fan, the football looks better. Um. So yeah, then what? So I was saying the houseworks. Yes, nothing's finished. I put up the TV. I mounted the TV on the wall. Um. We're gonna get the plug points moved and the aerial fed through. And that way. We won't have any wires visible on the wall, which is nice because I've got to wall mount the skybox behind the screen. You see there? There's genius. There's what you call genius, son. So I'm um, looking forward to that. But TV's up on the wall. We don't have a bloody uh, bed yet. Bed got delivered. Oh, here's what. This is what happened last week. Here it goes. Here it goes. Here it goes. So there's no delivery date for the bed. Carpet is due to be in, and uh, wait, 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 let's go. Dial it back. Bow. Carpet is due to be installed on the 5th of June. We had built in wardrobes installed. We were told it was going to take one day, then we were told two days. So the 5th had to be moved. Boom. Sorry, no, it moved to the Monday. If the 5th the Monday, then sorry. Whatever it was, it was before that. It was like the 2nd, then it got moved to the 5th on the Monday. Boom. Cool. Wardrobe guy comes, says it's not gonna take two days, this could take four days. So I was like, boom, redo the carpet. Carpet's now coming on the 14th. Boom. Cool. Lots of time. The wardrobe guy finishes early. Boom. So I say, hey carpet guys, can you come this Friday instead? He's like, yeah, wicked. Boom. I tell my wife, hey, when's the bed coming? She's like, Thursday. I'm like, damn. Incorrect. We didn't want the bed here before the carpet, but fuck it, it is what it is. Boom. 
Thursday night, I stay up to three o'clock in the morning, moving furniture around, ready for the carpet guy to come Friday to put the carpet in. Boom! So then on Friday night and Saturday, I would inst- I would put up the bed and move all the furniture back to our bedroom. Boom! It's gonna be a great weekend in our new bed, new carpet, fantastic. Except for it comes to Friday, and uh, Mr. Carpet Man. He comes from round the way. What does he say? What does he say? He says he doesn't have enough carpet. Um, someone measured this up wrong. Do you, do you, do you want the carpet to go all the way up to the fireplace? What? No, no. I, we don't want the carpet to cover the whole floor. No, just half of it, mate. It's this new look we're we're going for. Yeah, it's called abandoned. Yeah. We're going for that kind of post-apocalyptic look in the bedroom here, where only half the floor is carpeted. Fantastic, mate. So, uh, bed here, no carpet. Carpet's coming on Tuesday. Tuesday, wonderful day when both me and Naomi are out in the morning. Fantastic. Carpet guy's going to come, he's going to be asking questions. He's like, oh, where do you put the carpet, boys? And he's going to be the people doing the bathroom. We don't have a clue. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Isn't it? That's going to be nice, isn't it? That's going to be nice. So, um, let's see how that goes. But, got TV on the wall, eh? So, <laughs> um, tell me what else has happened this week. That's it. That's it, really, in my life. In the news, like I said, AI. I've just told you what's going to happen there. Nicholas Sturgeon has been nicked. Been Boris Johnson stepped down as, a, as an MP. Donald Trump's got something mad, like, I can't remember, like 400 charges against him. Could face up to 900 years in prison or something mad like that. Oh, mate, politics has gone mad. It's gone mental, right? But, uh, yeah, people say Rishi needs to call a snap election. Priti Patel's now a dame. Um, yeah, it's all mad. It's all mad. Uh, I think what else happened. Nah, I failed to see the news. All right, cool. Let's just get to the bit that you look all cave before you flex. Let's get some, uh... Dearest of Deirdre's. Come on, Deirdre. Uh, come on, phone, you slow, bloody phone. Um, Deirdre. Uh, right, okay, let's go. Oh, gone. How long have we gone for? 18? 15. I don't too bad for my internal clock. Dear Deirdre, husband has snubbed our sex life for porn sites and online hookups, but says it's my fault. Gaslighting. Dear Deirdre, for nearly 20 years, my partner and I had a brilliant sex life, but lately he has opted for porn sites and internet trysts, and I know he's paying for online sex. Jeez. 
Yet he insists that he doesn't love these women and only sleeps with them because he's worried about hurting me. Therefore, it doesn't count as cheating. What is this gaslight talking about? Yet he insists he doesn't love these women and only sleeps with them because he's worried about hurting me. Therefore, he doesn't count as cheating. Well, who's me? Who's this person? Wait, wait, wait. I don't care. Why is he worried about... He, he cheats because he's worried about hurting her. I don't understand. This man is next level. <laughs> he's, next, he's next level evil genius of gaslighting. I only cheat on you because I care about you. Just like, what are you talking about? Um, right. I am 46. My partner is 48. We have been together for 21 years before. I was diagnosed with female genital eczema. We couldn't keep our hands off each other. Jesus, I didn't even know that was a thing. Female genital eczema. But when I developed painful patches all around my intimate areas, it made penetrative sex uncomfortable, painful even. Aha, and that's why it cheats for you. I see. What a guy. Um, <laughs> we would still have lots of foreplay, and I would do my best to satisfy him in other ways, but I could see he wasn't happy golly all right so i mean it's not nice that he's um you know i thank god for that sorry gross update i was picking something off my foot and i was like if this is a piece of dead skin i've literally just ripped off my whole soul it wasn't that it was a rapper it was a rapper (laughs) it was a very thin rapper stuck to the bottom of my foot uh, so I don't need to call a shop for this it's alright anyway let's get back to this thing now we would still have lots of foreplay and I would do my best to satisfy him in other ways but I see he wasn't happy occasionally we would try to have sex but he would always stop because he said he didn't want to hurt me I know he was thinking of me but I felt so rejected especially as I quickly realised he would go to the porn site online calls and webcams with various women this has be- this has been going on for months now and i have been very unse- very insecure about my looks and my body yeah i hear that. um he has even started to suggest that i make more effort with my hair and lose weight golly kick a lady when she's down um he tries to play me saying it is my fault because we don't have sex jesus this guy is a real piece of work He's a real piece of work. He's a real jackass. Um, I don't know if I still love him or what I should do. But 20 years is a lot to throw away. See, here's the thing. When you're spitting up people, you can't be counting sunk costs. It's gone. The cost is gone. So just ignore it. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Anyway, um... So, I actually can't remember what I was saying. I was just wafting there. Anyway. Yes, sunk cost. 20 years. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. You can't get it back. So there's no point staying in a relationship for another 10 years because you did 20 years. No, no. You're not a failure if your marriage falls apart. You know? It just doesn't make sense. So... Um, Yeah, you've got to look about your future. 20 years, it's a lot. 
If you put your life together, your life's probably crossed over. You don't have any individual friends anymore. But um, that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, again, don't know what I just said then. Let's go to that one. Uh, right. Golly, this is odd. My, not right. Partner has an unhealthy obsession with teenage girl at his work. What does he do for work? Why oh, there's a teenage girl there? Um, on your old Kelly thing, define teenage. Um, dear Deirdre, my partner is obsessed with a teenage girl who, who works at his company. At first, she tried to date his 18 year old son, but it didn't work out. She's 17. Golly. Um, yeah, that is mad. 17, and he tried to date his son. That is mad. Anyway, now she has her sights set on my boyfriend. He denies it, but all signs are there. He's 53, and I'm 50. We have been together for four years. My boyfriend has a framed photo of her on his... T- <laughs> Are you sure you're not the side chick? He is planning on letting her rent one of his properties um, as soon as he has finished renovating it. I was with him recently and he called me by her name. He swears he didn't, but I distinctly heard him. Jesus. They communicate all the time. He, this guy's leaving. This guy's on the way out. They communicate all the time. But I have, <laughs> but I have told him I will end our relationship if he moves her into the house and that the photo of her on the desk is not appropriate to have on his desk i think this is all pretty standard there isn't it there's no pictures of me my guy tells me something isn't right and i and i'm starting to suffer anxiety attacks over it am i being paranoid no these people are smashing unequivocally unequivocally smashing That's just horrendous behaviour. How can you watch someone date your son fail at that? Yeah, I want a piece of that. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, that's just with girl ones. It's mad. She's like so young. Like, bro, there's so many other women in the world. Why try to get with a girl who's underage and try to get with your son? I just don't. Yeah, may may your life fall apart for your bad decisions. Right. Uh, next one. Um, I can't find a story that I want to say. I want to do one more. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Dear Deirdre, I love my partner, but I'm addicted to sneaky sex sessions with my gorgeous neighbour. Galeem. My gorgeous neighbour has been borrowing my laptop and enjoying naughty sex sessions with me whenever my partner is on late shifts. I don't know if this is man or woman talking here. Um, Alright, so... Let's read that again. So my gorgeous neighbour has been borrowing my laptop and enjoying noise successfully. Now I'm worried that I might be uh, I might get caught. I already think other neighbours in our apartment block might suspect we're having an affair. We'd always go on 
and I thought he was really fit. But because I'm in a long-term relationship, I dismissed any other thoughts about him. That was until he popped around one afternoon in a panic because his laptop had broken and he had an important work deadline. He's 30 and manages a big sales team. He was so grateful and came back later with a bottle of wine to say thanks. Okay. It was 10pm and I knew my partner would not be back till after 3am. So I asked him to stay and share the wine. It was good to have some company but ended up having the craziest <laughs> we ended up having the craziest sex right there in the kitchen. Golly. I'm 31, my fiance is 32 and a paramedic. It's a good relationship and I love him. But he works shifts and often overnight at the weekend. I frequently feel lonely. Since then, six with my neighbour has been more regular. Um, sometimes we meet in the flat, sometimes in this case, just store the, the hallway. Uh, in fact, most of the time, whenever we, whenever my fiance, um, oh shit. So, in fact, most of the time, whenever my fiance works nights, we arrange to get together. Uh, the sex feels amazing, probably partly because we know it's never going to be anything more. Uh, I know the neighbour just sees this as a bit of fun. I really love my partner and I don't want to be caught cheating, but I feel addicted. I wonder what it is. Does he do something that your partner doesn't do? I don't know. But um, I will say this. You're shitting on your doorstep here. Banging your neighbour. In an apartment block as well, so everyone can see you coming in and out of rooms. You know what I mean? It's not like you live in the suburbs and burbier burbs than where you know where I live. It's a thing of yeah. There's some streets I lived on in London, and it's houses, but boy, if a cab comes rolling up at a certain time, everyone's looking out the window. Everyone. It's just human nature, we like the gossip, we like it. Anyway, so my advice is stop banging your neighbour. Uh, but if one of you moves away, continue. <laughs> Alright, listen, that's the end of the pod. I'm going to be in Manchester on Thursday, making my debut at uh, Frog and Bucket, so we'll see how that goes. And um, yeah, I think that's the end of this pod, man. Um, I'm shattered again. Peace.